Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey everyone, it's Raheel. We're continuing our celebration of AAPI Month with a special Food Tuesday featuring the oldest Chinese restaurant in Houston. Since 1969, China Garden has been a staple of the downtown restaurant scene, serving up family recipes like their legendary egg rolls to some of Houston's most influential names. Joining me from China Garden is partner Carol Churchill to explain how her family got started in the business and why the once booming lunch hour is now very different from how it used to be. It's Tuesday, May 16th. I'm Raheel Ramsnali, and here's what Houston's talking about. Carol, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Raheel? I'm doing all right. You know what? It's a good day. You're on CityCast. I'm happy. One of my favorite restaurants in the city of Houston. Before we get to China Garden, I got to ask you, what is your favorite restaurant outside of China Garden in the city that you like to eat at? Uh, I like B&B Butchers. Binberg was in China Garden last night picking up a to-go order. So we're good pals. That's really cool. Let's talk about the history of China Garden, the oldest Chinese restaurant in the city of Houston. How did y'all get started with China Garden? So my mother and father immigrated from China back in the 60s. And all the children were born in Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, wow. And my dad was working for an uncle. So my mother suggested that we move to Houston because we owed a lot of money to the uncles and whatnot. And um, so when we got here in 1968 from Shreveport, we had a Chinese food product store, which was at 1119 Jackson at Dallas, which is where the convention center is currently. So after a year of doing the Chinese food product store, Daddy went to, he was in cooking school in Hong Kong. And so my mom said, well, why don't we open a restaurant? And that's where China Garden was born. It was only like a 15 table restaurant. So daddy was the chef, mom was the server. And that's how we got rolling. Oh my gosh. What is your earliest memory of the restaurant? Very young. We were a family of immigrants and very poor. The children had to wash dishes. We all had to put our, you know, time in. So we just gradually moved up from dishwasher to cutting onions to making fried wontons to actually rolling my finger in a noodle machine. We had our little trials and tribulations, but we worked our way up. (laughs) Yeah, that's like working your way up. That must have been such a valuable life lesson. It truly was. Um, Hard work goes a long way. Our parents never liked lazy children. So we worked hard and as a family, we built what we have today. Nowadays, look, Chinese food and I would say any kind of AAPI food, right? Like it's accepted. We all go there. It's part of our culture. It's part of what makes Houston so great. What were the early days like in terms of reception in the city of Houston for a Chinese restaurant? We were 
loved Anne Criswell, who used to be the uh, food writer for the Chronicle. She loved my dad. She did an article about at that time in the early 70s that we were one of the best Chinese restaurants that was new. And she embraced us. And a lot of the council people like Louis Macy used to come back then. And there's so many stories to tell how my late mother was loved by all. But daddy was the quiet one. But but mom was, she still is loved today and embraced by so many. Yeah, she really had the spirit of China Garden. Every time you would walk in, Ma was there and she would greet you and she really made China Garden and that still continues on today. So it's so good to hear that even in the early days, everyone just appreciated her and her spirit. Absolutely. And, and you know, she she was just a mom to so many. And if I could learn anything from that, it, it's, I think a lot of my servers who consider me like, the mom now, <laughs> three of them came in that they don't work for us anymore. They came in last night and they were like, we just came to say hi. So it was warm. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really good to hear that the restaurant never experienced any kind of racial hate or any kind of trials and tribulations when it comes to that, right? Is that fair to say? Fair to say. So one of the cool things about China Garden, it is part of Toyota Center, right? It's right by the parking garage. I consider it just an extension of Toyota Center because basically for us, that's where the night starts, right? Like you go to China Garden, you get a meal, then you go to Toyota Center and watch a game, concert, wrestling, whatever it is. What was it like before Toyota Center was there? Like what was the clientele like at night? So we've always been very fortunate that um, Houstonians have always come from afar um, to come and eat. And still today, we still have a lot of people that come from Cyprus, come from um, Kingwood, you know. So it just wasn't as hectic on certain days. Like, you know, back in the day when the Rockets were playing well, um, we always had to plan for, you know, how many servers we need to have because it was going to be a really busy night. But our regulars would understand that and they would wait for a day when there wasn't an event going. Gotcha. So it was still well accepted at night, which is really awesome to hear because during the day, it is lunch rush at China Garden is legendary, right? So many downtown businesses. Um, you see people from all over. You, you mentioned so many members from city council, from HPD. They're all there. Lunch rush on a weekday is something to behold at China Garden. Yes, before COVID. So currently now, post-COVID, we're only open one day a week for lunch, which is on Thursdays. It's hard to find help. That's an issue. Uh, Right after COVID, downtown wasn't fully back and a lot of the the employees weren't going to work or commuting to work. um, And they, you know, would be working from home. So a lot of the downtown people were not even in downtown. So we've always been debating when we should reopen fully for lunch, but um, can't get help. And that was one of the things I want to talk to you about is, you know, most restaurants were hit hard by the pandemic, right? With the shutdowns, everything that's happened. But China Garden was hit twice because the lunch rush was so important to you. The downtown workers were such a big part of what made China Garden so huge during lunch. 
And then you add on top of that, there's no events at Toyota Center for such a long time. And even when it was opening back up, it was at such a small percentage. How did y'all navigate through that? Well, we had to cut the excess spending, you know, cable, garbage pickup. So we just don't have a lot of labor because we don't have a lot of workers. Richard and Cameron and I do most of the work and we have very quality people that are helping us, the few that we have. But I don't know if how much longer it can be because we're all getting a little bit older and we're working harder than we ever have. So um, it's a challenge. What would help change things? Is there anything that could help make it a little bit easier for you? Just finding quality employees. That's the biggest thing right now. The biggest thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One of the good things about Toyota Center being right there is you've got so many events, right? And with Rockets games, with concerts, uh, the list goes on and on. And as soon as you walk into China Garden, you just see a wall of famous people. So I need to know, like, who is the most famous person that has eaten dinner at China Garden? Well, we've had several, but what comes to my mind is Dwight Howard. Okay. I'll never forget the first time he came to China Garden. And he was walking outside and my niece's boyfriend happened to be outside and he ca- calls on the phone and says, hey, Dwight Howard's walking in. So I go be bopping outside, forgetting that he doesn't know who I am. And I'm like, I walk up to him. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and he's like, looks down at me and he's like, fine. And then he keeps walking and I go, oh, well, he didn't know who I am. So... <laughs> He's probably thinking I'm just a groupie that's, you know, trying to um, get his attention. So anyway, we he walks into the restaurant. I follow him behind and uh, I go behind the register. And I said, so, Dwight, what can we get you to eat? He goes, I don't know. What's good? And I said, well, what do you like? And he says, I like the spare ribs. I like um, the General Tso's chicken. And so I said, why don't we fix you a Dwight Howard box? And he goes, what does that mean? I said, everything you like, we're going to put it in a box and we're going to welcome you to Houston. And so he's like, cool. So the relationship started with that. That is so cool. It it was really cool. And so following that, he would bring the team in, you know, Isaiah Cannon, Troy Daniels, that team used to come in after practice very often. A side note, um, my husband and I were invited to go to one of Kobe's last games in LA. And we were flying home uh, on the Rockets plane And so Dwight Howard walks from behind and he puts his hand in front of my face. And um, I was like, whoa, (laughs) Uh, he was basically just trying to say hi. And, you know, he's a very sweet, giant teddy bear. My mom loved him. That is so awesome. Wait, you got invited to one of Kobe's last games. I've never heard this story. Tell me about that. So my friend that used to work for LaBerge du Lac, his name is Kirk Hauser. He always was so nice to us and always thought of me because he thinks that I know everybody in Houston. So he said, hey, Carol, would you like to go to L.A. and stay at the Marina del Rey 
and you'll get to hang out with the Rockets because I know you're a big Rockets fan and um, and then you get to fly home on the Rockets plane. I'm like, well, that's a no-brainer. So we went to L.A., watched the game, not knowing that that was going to be, you know, Kobe's one of his last games. That is awesome. So if a CityCast listener who hasn't been to China Garden shows up and says, hey, what do you recommend? What are some must-try items for you? Well, definitely the egg rolls. But I always, I try to ask questions, okay? But you know, with you and your mustard, your hot mustard challenge back in the day. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for those of you who don't know, let me let me tell them. So okay. you have the best hot mustard in the city. It is so good. And their egg rolls are to die for. So we had a challenge back at a radio station where I was at. Who could put the most hot mustard on an egg roll and eat it? And I was a little cavalier with it. Okay, I put like two tablespoons, it felt like. <laughs> and my sinuses are still burning from it. So it is so good. It's like highly recommended. You got to get the egg rolls with the, the hot mustard. Yes, your eyes were watering too by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I would say the egg rolls. And then I would ask questions. Do you like sweet? Do you like spicy? Do you like vegetables? And then I could probably guide somebody as to what they might prefer. But I would say egg rolls, lemon chicken, Mongolian beef, and jalapeno shrimp are top four. Nice. Can't go wrong with those. I love it. It's so delicious. One last thing, being part of Houston history as the oldest Chinese restaurant, being part of the AAPI community as well, like you represent so much. What have you learned with your time at China Garden that the entire city could learn? Love everybody the same, no matter what race, no matter what gender, no matter, you know, you just got to love your neighbor and treat others as you want to be treated. Perfectly said. Carol, thank you so much. Can't wait to see you soon and get those egg rolls cooking. Thank you, Raheel. Great to see you too. I appreciate you. That was Carol Churchill, partner at China Garden in downtown. You can check out their full menu in our show notes. Before we go, Hobby Airport finally announced the first batch of restaurants to open as their contract with Papa's restaurants ended. Houston institutions like Hubcap Grill and Pink's Pizza are now open with others like The Spot in Galveston, Fat Cat Creamery, Common Bond, and even Killen's Barbecue scheduled to open in the next year or so. Once all of the restaurants are open, it looks like we'll need to be traveling with our eating pants on because that's a lineup of Houston restaurants you won't find anywhere else. That will do it for today. Do you want even more Houston-related content every single day? Subscribe to our newsletter, Hey Houston, by clicking on the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. My mom made friends with the police chief in uh, Shreveport and actually taught my mom how to drive and she was able to get her a driver's license because at that time, my daddy didn't want my mom to have a driver's license. You know, old school Chinese men.